everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. Not sure if Byrne is going to be joining us. Uh, hopefully he will. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Today's trivia theme is football movies. thought you guys would have kind of fun with that. All right? oh, I thought we were going to start talking NBA. Oh, we will. Don't worry. We, you know, we've got a lot of time for the NBA. Uh, you know, we're still in football also, but uh, all our baseball questions are, are, are passe now. And uh, we're in football also. Someone should remind the Raiders that the, 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 the season is still going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And speaking of football, uh, when we come back, uh, we've got to talk a little bit about Odell Beckham Jr. suing Mike Nike for millions of dollars. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, we also have the uh, FTX scandal. Uh, the old cryptocurrency issue, a uh, little bit of Yasiel Puig and what's going on with him in gambling, uh, more gambling stuff. California did not pass its big gambling proposition by a large, wide margin. I thought that was kind of interesting. And then also, uh, so we record the show on Tuesday. Last night was Monday Night Football. And I do have a, a quick thing about the uh, Eagles and turnovers and, and refs and uh, um, instant replay. wanted to mention to you guys. Okay. Here we go. Um, so this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments currently yielding at least 7%, secured by real estate actually anywhere from 7 to 9%. Uh, never lost money for anybody. Got to check them out at uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back.
You've found the house of your dreams, but your personal banker is telling you he cannot offer a loan until your current home is sold. The real estate market is highly competitive, and you don't want to lose the opportunity. What now? This scenario is all too familiar, especially in today's fast-moving real estate market. No worries. I've got great news. I'm Mark Honf, CEO of Pacific Private Money. As a private lender, we are able to offer loans up to 100% of the purchase price on that dream home with fast, easy, and affordable financing, allowing you to compete on the same level as cash buyers. Pacific Private Money allows you the flexibility to move on your terms, not your bankers. Give us a call and let us show you how Pacific Private Money can help make buying your next home easier than you ever thought possible. 415-926-4444 or find us online at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Are you looking for a safer way to invest? The Freedom Fund at Pacific Private Money offers flexible investing opportunities. I'm Mark Honf, CEO of Pacific Private Money, and I invite you to hear what Tim has to say about our Freedom Fund. Pacific Private Money provides my ideal balance of security and liquidity, giving me steady monthly income at a profitable RA, backed by solid real estate holdings. The Freedom Fund earns nearly seven times the return available from the best bank savings account and still allows me access to my money as needed. I personally prefer investing with a trustworthy company backed by real estate than the volatile upsets of the stock market. You too can be earning consistent returns on your savings or retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more. 415-926-4444, 415-926-4444, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Do your current investments have you on pins and needles? Let's talk about an opportunity to earn 6 to 10% on investment through real estate secured debt. I'm Mark Honf, CEO at Pacific Private Money. For over a decade, our clients have been earning at above market yields secured by California real estate. Here's what our investor Carolyn had to say about investing with Pacific Private Money. I've been a highly satisfied investor with Pacific Private Money since 2014. I'm impressed with their competence, integrity, and transparency. Even through recent uncertain times, it was comforting to hold an investment that didn't keep me up at night while offering a reliable return. In seven years, I've never regretted investing with Pacific Private Money. You too can be earning consistent returns on your savings and retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more, 415-926-4444, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. Uh, let's first start off with the FTX scandal. Holy smokes. I mean, it's not just a sports thing. It's a business thing. Uh, Think about all those athletes that decided to not get paid in cash so they could get paid in FTX Bitcoin. Which is stupid because, and in fact, I think Odell Beckham was one of those, which we have a little story about him. Which is so stupid because you got to pay taxes on the value received anyway. So why don't you just take the cash and then invest it however you want? I think these guys are thinking that they didn't have to pay taxes if they got it in crypto. Well, no, this is not that they're not getting paid in crypto, guys. Uh, Odell was one of the the few to do that. They just had partnerships with FTX, right, and doing commercials sure. and with yeah, no, partnerships. Two, 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 Two separate completely things. Completely different things. Yeah. yeah, they're still getting paid through their sport 
with dollars, yeah. with US dollars, right? But they just had partnerships and these teams have partnerships with FTX. So if you don't know the story, FTX crashed, billions of dollars have disappeared, they're being hacked. It's a cryptocurrency exchange. Um, it could be up to a trillion dollars. It could be up to a trillion dollars. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty insane. So basically what happened was the, the competitor Binance uh, got a report it's called the Alameda County Research. I think that's that's one of the things that uh, FTX owned, right? Uh-huh. And it showed in the report that they had a lot, a lot of the stock in this FTT token, right? So when they found out, they sold all their token, which was a lot of it, of the FTT token. And then it just caused a huge collapse in the market, right? But guys, let me, let's bring in the sports to this, okay? Yeah. Just to t- show you how big of a deal this is, if you're getting lost in all the semantics of this. The Miami Heat's arena had a 19-year deal with the naming rights for $135 million. It's called FTX Arena, okay? Mm-hmm. The athletes involved with this that's lost millions and millions of dollars is Tom Brady, who's reportedly lost up to $400 million. Now, he did now, he he actually, now, hold, on, hold on. When you say he lost it, did he actually, like, come out of his pocket and invest money in it? Yeah. Or, yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yeah, he invested that. Naomi Osaka, Steph Curry, Shohei Otani. And then the two major teams involved with FTX were the Golden State Warriors and the Washington Capitals. So this is huge, guys. And I think they're in Formula One as well. So, oh, yeah. so this is like ginormous how many athletes lost money because they were investing into this, right? They were investing their game checks. They're investing their, their money that they're getting through ad revenue or this or that into this, thinking it was a safe and secure thing. And it was trendy. It was a trendy thing to do. I mean, FTX had a huge- yeah, Nobody, support. nobody, nobody thought it was safe and secure. I, 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 yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I like to put a big asterisk on that. Sure. Well, Tom Brady, Naomi Osaka, Steph Curry, and Shohei Otani thought it was secure. So they invested millions into that. And those are how some could, big how games. Could anyone, how could anyone who invests in crypto think it's secure no, i i, I got to agree with russell on this one well first of all from a security standpoint you're not allowed to use the word safe but i but yeah. i know that you're not promoting it as a safe thing but oh, yeah. uh, safe and secure yeah i i would say uh, definitely uh speculative uh yeah. but they, they thought it was a a wise investment they thought it was yeah uh, they thought well, it was wise, he... but they, anyone who thought it was safe is is either fooling themselves on purpose or totally naive because yeah. Yeah. crypto isn't anything when you really stand and think about, you know, that's the nice thing. I'm going to give you a plug about uh, Pacific private money is that you guys at least have something. It's real estate. Yeah. This real estate's not going anywhere. And there's a certain value that real estate will always have. Yeah. But, but, NFTs and all yeah. these other all these things that are are in the the cyberspace. They, there's no way you can guarantee that they're worth anything except what people will pay for them. Yeah, you know? and you could just like the three of us right now could just start inventing, you know, a sports econ Bitcoin type thing. Yep, right, absolutely. Sure. So the reason why this is so attractive, though, guys, and I have to explain to you so everybody doesn't seem like idiots, right? It's because it's decentralized, right? It's a decentralized currency and it almost doubles in value just because so many people, if you use your popularity and you use your celebrity, yeah. right? It, it's almost like a false confidence on the value of the token or the cryptocurrency. So the, the, the value goes up and when you put $100 in, it's going to turn into $1,000 and you think that $1,000 is there, but it's not. And then when everybody tried to take out all their money after this crash, 
all the billions of dollars of assets just disappeared, right? That because exactly of that. what happened to, to America in the 20s? Isn't that yes. exactly what happened to America? Uh, well, kind of. I mean, the, the crash, part of the crash, though, was you could margin 10 to 1. Now you can yeah. margin 2 to 1. So it's a big difference. But it's like, it really is more similar to the tulip bulbs of the 1600s with, with Denmark. But well, one thing I was going to mention, though, is that... Um, you know, I, I understand, like, let's say celebrity endorsements, like, you know, uh, which we'll get into with Odom L. Beckham and Nike, you know, it, you know, at least there's shoes. I mean, there, there's, there's, yep. you know, people wear shoes, you know, yep. yeah. Tom Selleck does for a, a reverse mortgage company where they're actually providing <clears throat> mortgages. So uh, it, it is different than just inventing this poof, you know. Well, the thing, guys, too, is this isn't government regulated. So no, these guys can get away with murder. It's crazy. Yeah. And Sam Bankman-Fried, the, the owner of FTX, is actually, his private jet was traced to Brazil, where I am now. And he's ah. fled. And he's got billions of dollars now with him. And his team fled, too. And I don't know if there's going to, if people can go after him because there's no laws about this yet. It's such a yep. new thing. Yeah, that'll and be very. That's where it reminds me of the 20s. Is that is yeah. that you? That's the right. government can't re, hasn't. Re, I mean, people knew went into crypto knowing that the government couldn't regulate it, and they were like, "Oh, well, that gives me." Well, they definitely thing. tried. Well, okay, so after the crash of twenty nine, they came out with the Securities and Exchange Commission, nineteen thirty three yeah. and nineteen thirty four. Uh, whether or not this is a security, um, sure seems like it. Yeah, yeah, you know. So and 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 that people didn't understand what goes up can come back down and especially when there's nothing physical to say that there's any value to it it's not like gold it's not like land it's not like you know tulip bulbs which yeah. at least you know yes they overpaid for those tulip bulbs but in the end they still at least had some pretty, flowers. Had some pretty flowers yeah you know it, it's it reminds me of the pyramid schemes right they and are it, they it, are it's so funny because i remember uh many many years ago my secretary came to me and said oh edward i know you're you're suggesting investments to the, to people. This is the greatest thing ever. Blah blah blah. And she starts explaining it to me, and I said, "I go, that's a Ponzi scheme. It's a pyramid." Yep. Scheme. Yep. And she said, "She goes, well, no. Here, right here on this piece of paper, it says this is not illegal." <laughs> I said, "I mean, she, she wasn't too bright." Yeah. 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 And I, yeah. I, I said, and she was explaining about how you know you work your way up through the system and all that. And I yeah. said, let, let me let me make it simple for you." I said, "If this was like really this great." I said, why do we need these guys? Why wouldn't we just start our own and be and start at the top? Yep. And she said, the light yep. bulb finally went off. <laughs> yep. oh, I had yeah, so many friends. Yeah. So many friends in college like that. I was like, dude, that's a pyramid scheme. And they'd be like, no, 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 no. We're all going to get rich. I'm like, if it was that easy, right? So guys, I have to ask you this question. You guys are a lot wiser than I am and experienced a lot more. Where did this scandal rank between like Enron and all the big scandals that you've experienced in your oh life. Oh my gosh. Well, if this is, uh, if this is trillions of dollars, as uh, Russell said, I mean, that's more than Madoff who made off with people's money. Um, yeah. You know, it's you, know. Worse. you know why it's worse FP because all those other things already happened. Yeah. And people still yeah. refuse to learn. That's what's yep. annoying about good this. Point. It's very good point. Is that we already had lessons in the past and we already had things put in place to protect people like the yeah. SEC and people purposely subverted those things yeah. and then thought that, oh, okay, well this time 
It's going to be fun. Yeah, this going to be different. You know, it's weird. I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone because Russell and I usually disagree on a lot of things. But we're <laughs> on this. Okay, you guys are ready to go to our first commercial break really? here. And these questions yep. actually are not that hard. Okay, so we're talking about uh, football movies, all right? And and if if uh, Vern was here, he'd get all these in about three seconds. I might be okay, Armin. Yeah, you, you you should be okay on this. Which club? Did the remember talking football movies here? Which club did the subjects of the classic 1971 film Brian song play for? Oh, okay. We're basically, which football team are we talking oh. about? All right. Do you know this one, Anthony? No, I've never no, seen. We still haven't seen Brian's song. We got to get you to watch. Yeah, that. you got to see the original one. The, the second one was okay. The first one with uh, James Conn was is the best one. All right, so oh. which club did the subjects of the classic 1971 film Brian Song play for? And the uh, his teammate is one that if I mention it, you'll know exactly which team. All right, stay with us, Sports Beacon 101, and we'll be right back. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackson. I guess don't burn it yet. That's okay. Uh, first trivia question about football movies. Which team did the subjects of the classic 1971 film Brian's song play for? And uh, Was it yeah. a fictitious team? Which one? Which say again? Was it a made-up team that they used? No, 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 no. This was a this was a real team. Okay. It's a, it's a true I'm, story. Trying to, I'm thinking the Bears. Yes. But I- that's okay. right, because Brian Piccolo and uh, Gail Sayers. Yeah, I, I was going to guess Bears. Go, okay, well, good. I, I, I can tell. FP was all like, I, I, I'm going to say Bears. I, yeah. I, I can tell. I can tell. Okay. <laughs> all right, you guys are one for one. All right. Uh, so uh, continuing on with football and, and, and legal stuff, let's go to uh, Odell Beckham is suing Nike for millions of dollars, uh, apparently withheld. Nike, Nike claim, from his endorsements, uh, Nike claims that the alleged glove and footwear violations. Uh, they're, they're claiming that there's alleged football uh, glove and footwear violations when he was with the Rams. Odell said Nike failed to give him cleats to match the Rams colors. And so yeah. you know, he said, she said, uh, what, what do you have on, on that, Effie? Well, I, I'm reading into it right here. So apparently the Nike deal expired in 2017, but there was a little itty, itty bitty clause in the contract that if something happened, which I guess it did, Nike's claiming it did, that it would extend the contract. So Odell Beckham Jr. is claiming, like, whoa, whoa, listen, I didn't even know I was part of the contract. I was trying to get with Adidas now, right? And you guys offered me and we said we're going to go our separate ways. And then last season, right, Odell Beckham Jr. played with the Rams yeah. and he was using different gloves and cleats. But now Nike is withholding money that they owed him, right? Because you can make the contract deal, right? And you could go you can fulfill that deal and still get paid years later, even though you're with Adidas, right? Oh, wait, didn't, didn't he, or didn't Adidas, didn't Nike match uh, Adidas's offer? Yes. And then he still chose Adidas. So that, this is where the confusion's oh, coming from. Gotcha. And now Odell Beckham's really upset because now they're withholding payments. He was promised for this year and last year. And it, I think it's up to 200 or $2 million, which is a lot of money. So yeah. um it's, it's going to get kind of weird. It's really interesting when these athletes kind of get in these debacles with these huge, well, huge companies. Well, so so it's, it's part of what I'm understanding from what you said, that some of this money was owed from back in 2017 when he fulfilled that part of the contract? Yeah, so he fulfilled his contract. And you could still, I, I mean, it's my understanding that you could have a like a 10-year a contract, right, with Nike. Yeah. And then uh, they'll pay you for 15 years, right? As long as you're wearing it for 10 years. So the Nike, Nike's saying this, they're saying that, and Beckham is suing Nike for over $20 million in damages, right? So this is not like a small thing for Nike. Sure. To me, though, I always find this dynamic so interesting because, and Russ, you can chime in here. You have 
a super corporation in Nike with billions of dollars that can afford the best lawyers and the best legal team against Odell Beckham Jr. Very like he's a, he's a brand in himself, but he's Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. against Nike. Well, true, but, he's got, but he's got millions. He can afford, he can afford, he can afford some pretty high price lawyers himself. Yeah, he, he can afford those. But the thing is, I'm, I'm not sure what Nike's, uh, again, we don't know all the issues, but the thing is, if, he's, if Odell already fulfilled the part of the contract, they owe it to him. You know, they can't just say, well, you didn't continue on with us or you did something after the fact that negates what you'd earned before. So, so Odell Beckham is alleging that there is, as his contract is being finalized, you know, the one that, that ended in 2017, that Nike altered language about royalty figures that would trigger an automatic ext- extension of the deal without his knowledge. So something uh, triggered an extension gotcha. and he didn't know about it. Yeah. So it it's kind of like a little sneaky, sneaky thing by Yeah, me. hey, you didn't read a uh, legend. legend. Yeah. You know, that reminds me so. um, when we did, we did a, uh, a hard money loan many years ago for a church that was buying a strip mall that had a theater in it. And uh, they were going to turn the theater into their you know sanctuary, basically. And yep. the reason they came to us is because they had found a hard money lender in Oregon who was pretty unscrupulous. And after they had agreed to all the contract and all everything, all the terms, at the very last minute when the pastor went into the a title company to sign the documents, it's a good thing that he read the documents because the hard money lender put in, snuck in there a clause that said that the hard money lender was going to own 51% of the building. Whoa. That was never agreed to. Whoa. Yeah, and they thought he had him over a bail, barrel and the pastor just said, you know what, forget you. That's, you know, that, that is so unscrupulous. I would never agree to that. And so they ended up finding us. And, and, and so we did the deal. But I mean, it's amazing what some of these people do. And, you know, it's like, didn't their mother ever teach them the difference between right and wrong? Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's sad because people do this because it works, right? That's why they do it, because it's worked before yeah. in the past and it keeps on working. It's I mean, little, but that's the thing is like, okay, we, if you were... Uh, Russell will appreciate this. If um, if I said you could rob a bank and get away with it, would you do it? Yeah, that's the moral question. Uh, yeah, I said no, because it's the wrong thing to do. I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Lots of wrong things, but I wouldn't like just because just because you can get away with something doesn't mean you should. Do I it. guess I'd ask which bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That does make a difference, doesn't it? <laughs> Rob Wells yeah, Fargo that's coming from I keep the my money there. Group. Holy smokes. <laughs> I would I wouldn't I wouldn't well uh, Rob Wells Fargo because that's where my money is. But you know, Bank of America has treated me really poorly in oh the past. Gosh. I don't know how fa- bad I'd feel. I, I got a quick story about them. Uh, my old business partner, uh, his mom had a rental property, and the agreement was that uh, she had to have money sitting in the checking account so that every month the bank could take the money out of the mortgage, right? It's an escrow account, an impound account, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. And one month she gets a late fee and she says, how can I get a late fee? And they said, well, we dragged the money out two days after the late fee, it got imposed. She says, you can't do that. (laughs) You know, I mean, you've got the money in the bank. All you have to do is on the day before it's due, you take the money out. She had to argue with them on that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you know, and it's funny because, Russell, when you mentioned about, you know, which bank and all that, I think, Russell, where did you get your law degree from? What's the matter, you? McGeorge. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know someone who else, who uh, actually, I know a very good attorney who uh, 
other than you who uh, gra graduated from McGeorge. Probably uh, better than me. Uh, okay, so continuing on before we go to a break, <clears throat> California did not pass a gambling proposition, apparently, Hooray. by a long shot, uh, by, by a huge Count amount. Count me as part of the proud 85%. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah so it's there's rare two. that I vote for something that winds up getting 85% of the votes. As I was sure. saying to you before the show started, you can't get 85% of the Californians to agree on what day it is. True. But you, the 85% of Californians said that that proposition was garbage. And it yeah. was. Yeah. Go ahead. So, so there were two propositions. It was 26 yeah. and 27, I believe. Yeah, and it would allow sports gambling in California, right? Yeah. I have some numbers for you guys, well, right? One of, them, one of them dealt with gambling on, on Native American lands, and the other one was kind of across the board. Okay, but go, the go other ahead. one was online. It was online. Yeah. So that's those are the two ones, right? So this is huge, guys. I formerly worked at NBC Sports Bay Area, right? In San Francisco. And we've been talking about these bills since 2020. All right. This is huge. Yeah. This was like going to change everything in the game in California. It was going to change everything in the United States. A lot of the content that you would be exposed to when you're watching Monday night football or Sunday night football, or if you're watching baseball or basketball, you're going to start to see lines for the first time if this bill passed in California, because the revenue was insane. Yeah. Insane. Well, so, um, look who just joined us. Vern Glenn. Uh, I'll tell you something, boys. Uh, as a battered University of Virginia alum, wow. was a tough week. Tough week. Wow. Oh yeah. You're not a Raiders fan. Yeah. No, well, no, now I, mean, I don't. I don't want to talk about, talk about sports this. betting now. I'm. I'm. I'm super bummed now. That, I know that. that that's. Uh, I'm thrilled. I'm. I'm. I'm very happy. I'm. I'm happy to talk about sports betting. I. No, I think. I know. Russ, I know. I know. Hey, Russ. I think you missed. You missed the fact that Vern was talking about what happened in Virginia with the with football players. Oh. Oh. That. Yeah. No. That is. Oh. The shooting. Yeah. yeah that shooting. is. Yeah. Tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. That kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, you just don't expect something like to happen. In, in, in Charlottesville and and it did and uh, and so now that whole university is just kind of thrown for a loop geez my life it was like second story on national news so it's uh this is uh this is a thing for sure yeah I don't know what went through that young man's mind but um apparently well, America refuses to control guns and and we refuse to to well, make any limits on people's uh, purchase of ammunition these sort of things just continue to go to happen and America never lifts a finger to do anything about it. So, you know, it, that, that's, well, you that's gotta get a deal with the mental health part of it uh, too. You know, and you I didn't know have, there's lots of people with mental health problems plutonium. in other countries. If everyone was healthy, everyone could own plutonium. It wouldn't matter. Oh, really? Oh, really? Well then how come, how come the people who have mental health problems in Japan and Germany and England don't wind up killing lots of people. Well, tell that, to, tell that to the guy who, uh, the, 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 whatever. You know what? We got to talk sports. Okay, so. All right. All right. Yeah, All right. I'm going to save the California sports betting because I have some staggering numbers for you guys to really. Uh, okay. We, I do want to address, address the tragedy since Vern brought it up. It is yeah. horrible. If you guys don't know, three football players were shot and killed by a former yeah. uh, football player at the University of Virginia. And it's just <laughs> rocked that community. It's very sad. I kind of experienced something similar at University of California, Santa Barbara, when there was a, a shooting down there, too. And it happens around the United States. It's very, very sad. It does. Hey, guys, going to catch our next commercial break here. We're talking football movies. And uh, 
Vern, you, you might you might know this one. Okay, so you guys, uh, you know, Adam Sandler uh, remade the movie The Longest Yard, right? Oh, yes. But we're going to talk about the original one, 1974 oh. prison football movie, The Longest Yard. Uh, who was the star of the movie? And I'll say, and uh, extra points if you can if you can remember who played the warden in the movie. Oh, the warden. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but but who was the star of it? All right, stay with us. Okay. We'll we'll be right back. Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. Every afternoon, we have vino and vinyl wine tasting. And on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, once the weather gets a little better, join us for dinner and a movie on site as we've remodeled our location to accommodate our outdoor movie theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds, and we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years. MountViewHotel.com Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. Mountain Mike's is the official pizza of the San Francisco 49ers. So call 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Russell Jackman, and Bernie Glenn joined us. Okay, uh, guys, who starred in the 1974 prison film, football movie, The Longest Yard, the, the original, 1974? 
Who was he? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. That's right. Yeah. And he actually yeah. ended up playing, uh, um, I can't remember his name, but the old guy in the remake with Adam. The remake. Campbell. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Burt Reynolds. Uh, I mean, dur during that time, I mean, there was, I mean, there was not a bigger action star than him. I yeah. mean, he got, he got all the big roles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean Connery. Um, well, that was before Sean Connery was a little before then, but anyway, okay. Now, see who was the warden? Who played the warden? God, I can't. I can't remember the name of that character actor. Okay. I, I um, can't okay. Think of Green Acres. <laughs> oh, Ed, Eddie, Eddie Albert. Albert. Eddie Albert Ed, played him. Oh my God. Eddie Albert played him. Yeah, he's a very, very bad man. Very yeah. Bad man. Well, and you're gonna use the uh, Indian uh, uh, accent. Then um, I wanted to say that in the remake of The Longest Yard, Richard Keel's character was yeah. played by Dilip Singh, yep. who is a guy that I managed in all pro wrestling when he came out uh, from India. And I actually managed him for a match. Um, the, the, the great Kali. Yes, the great yeah, Kali. He's a, a boy, I tell you, the way they did that. Now, he's a big guy anyway, but the way they did the camera angles, the guy was, I mean, Richard Keel was big, but. The lip. It was like a seven-footer. He's about one of the played Jaws in the Bond movies, That's right? right. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, back the leap is so big. The <laughs> leap is so big when he when he would shake your hand, his whole hand would go completely over yours yeah. Yeah. like you were a small child. <laughs> the biggest hands of anyone I've ever seen in my life. Okay, and uh, going go, <laughs> excuse me, Richard Keel, <laughs> going way back. <laughs> excuse me, he used to he be. Got. Yeah, he, he finally died. Um, if you if you go way back, uh, do you remember the Wild Wild West? Sure. He played Voltaire, Miguelito's. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go back in time. Okay. Uh, that was a good show. No, Wild Wild West. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Epi. Uh, gambling. Oh yeah. So I just want to continue the conversation on sports gambling not being passed in California. Huge, huge deal, okay? So it's legal in Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, New York, New Jersey. I can list like 15 more states. It's crazy, okay? But I want to why talk would, to you about the growth, okay? It's why wouldn't huge. that, why, why wouldn't that, in, in a state like this, why wouldn't that go over? I was, I was surprised I did not pass. <laughs> So there's over $400 million worth of advertisement revenue for and against if you combine it, right? It was the most expensive bill ever proposed, right? So it's crazy that it didn't pass 85% like Russ was saying. And I just want to talk to you about how explosive the revenue is in sports gambling. In 2020, sports gambling in the United States was worth $1.55 billion. Well, mm -hmm. Last year, it's $4.33 billion. So that's $3 billion more. And then if California were to pass, it was going to go through the roof because it's one of the biggest states in the union, right? It was going to go to 10 to $15 billion in revenue. And guys, I'm telling you, everybody was going to eat in the sports industry if, if this got passed in California. Because oh, yeah, because the sports industry is just barely making it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, well, I will say from from the production perspective that yes, they are. It's a very, very, very cheap industry. So, um, but that's another wow. thing, right? I mean, we can talk about that forever, Vern, about okay, payment so, and all that stuff. Well, oh, okay, yeah. but, uh, go, go ahead with uh, the Yasiel Puig. It, oh yeah, yeah. And then I'll get to Puig in a second. But I just want to put it in perspective, like how big of a deal that was for people working in the sports media industry 
that could have changed a lot of things and a lot of partnerships, a lot of advertisements, especially if you're independent with the podcast front, right? We've already seen uh, Pat McAfee, for example, have a $40 million contract with just, I think it was FanDuel or something like that. So it, it, it's pretty crazy how much money there is in this. And California said no. So we're going to have to wait till the next cycle to figure out where that's going to go from. Bring up Yasiel Puig, though. Huge, weird scandal he was in part of. He was involved with illegal gambling, okay? So there was an ex-minor league baseball player that he worked with with by the name of, I think it's Zix. Yeah. His last name was Zix. Oh, excuse me, Wayne Nix. Wayne Nix, a former minor league player. And Wayne Nix got this underground gambling league going, right? With all these uh, people that were involved that were in an illegal gambling underground league. Uh, Yasuo Puig was part of it. He placed 899 bets. He lied to federal agents. Yeah. And now he could face up to five years in prison. So that's he, he been on He's been on everything. Tennis? I mean, everything but everything. baseball. He did not bet on yeah, baseball. baseball. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not, yeah. They're not uh, suggesting that he did. Um, yeah. But holy smokes. Yeah. And this goes from 2013 to 2019. So that's how many bets he was placed in between. Yeah. He, he went to, he's playing in the Korean league. Yeah, no, he's playing the Korean League. He was actually in the, their version of the World Series, and uh, they just his team just fell short. But it's going to be interesting to see if he actually faces some jail time if he wants to come back to the U.S. So, wow. And and I'm trying to think. Okay, he was like you know kind of a superstar for quite a while. Well, quite a while with the Dodgers. <coughs> what what happened to him? You know that did he just lose his skills or temper and you yeah, know? Yeah. And, well, there and- was. There was an, uh, he was alleged of sexually assaulting a woman that was proven false, actually. So no teams want to touch him. Unfortunately, that was a thing. And then maybe they heard about this under the, under the rufflings of he was involved in an underground betting league too, but he was accused of sexual assault and ended up being a nothing burger. Wait, can you, ma- can you imagine uh, just, you just get accused of that, uh, you know, it comes out of the blue. Uh, I mean, yep. I, again, I don't know. He probably had some relationship with her. It could probably not like a complete stranger, you know, that'd be really weird, but still, you yeah, know, that, that happens all the time, actually, with complete yeah. strangers coming out and trying to get money from people. You see it a lot more in the music industry than you do in the sports industry, but it happens. Trust yeah. me. Talking to ma- people that work for Major League Baseball and their legal department, they deal with tons of that stuff. And it's crazy to think about what the NFL might have to deal with in the NBA. Just these false accusations all the time where they just have to roll their eyes, right? So well, it, it used to it, be uh, uh, um, the Van Halen star. Um, come on, who, who am I thinking of? Uh, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. Yeah, he ended up buying paternity insurance just in case he got women pregnant. But he never. <laughs> but 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 that was that's different than being accused of assault, right? Nobody yeah. seems to mind that much. Like uh, you know, Adrian Peterson has like eleven children from ten different women. You know, but yeah. but you know they'll still like let him be a football player. It's not a big deal but assault is a different thing yeah i I don't want to diminish women's like at all that have come forward and were brave enough to speak about that and have actually suffered right but it's those women that falsely accuse people that lessen the voice of women that actually experienced a lot of pain and that really angers me so unfortunately you see a lot of it and you hear about a lot of the false accusations and then unfortunately as well you hear about the real things right with evidence provided and they've they've honestly been really heard about it so it's a very very difficult situation and then how, how does the uh, how does the sports star collect from somebody you know to, to, they, they can prove damages look you ruined my reputation i didn't get this contract blah 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 
but that person probably has nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think a lot of people in the nation thought it was a huge turning point when Johnny Depp won that defamation trial against Amber Heard. Yeah. Now, he didn't really win a lot of money, but he cleared his name, and now he's working on big projects again. So, yeah. Very, no, that, that's, good, that's, that's a good point. Very, very good yeah. point. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up here. Okay, so really quickly, um, on the uh, the Eagles game last night. So again, we're recording the show Tuesday. Monday was uh, the, you know, the Eagles lost uh, for the first time this year and and, and the champagne gets cor- popped. Uh, talk about the ultimate gravy train. Those guys continuing to live off of the 72. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, get over it already, guys. Well, nobody's nobody's surpassing the the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, the Patriots won 19 games. I know, I know, I know, but they didn't win the they, they lost they to the, the Super Bowl. So anyway, yeah, but, but, but in a 17 game season with bye uh, weeks, right. no, you're 100 right. You're 100 right on that. But here's the point I wanted to get to is that now the Eagles turned over the ball way too much. But on that one specific call where they missed the face mask, which would have yet got them not to turn the ball over and given them 15 yards, they potentially could have won the game on that. Um, you wonder why they, with replay, since they automatically do replay on turnovers, that's something that was so obvious that, you know, are they going to change the rules? Should they change the way the they screwed up the pass interference calls and reviewing those? It's not coming. They're, they're not going to expand instant replay. If anything, they're going to restrict it. No, no, no but, but here's the thing. See, they, on, on turnovers, they automatically review it anyway. So you can call penalties. They can't call retroactive penalties. All they can call on a turnover is whether the ball came loose or not. No, I understand. But but let's put it this way. Should they? No, because look at what happened when we had everything that went on with instant replay and pass interference. It was a disaster. And they had to get rid of it because there were too many subjective calls that um, uh, you just couldn't tell whether it was or not. Okay, and, but, but remember how it's like whatever the call is, except if it's overwhelmingly evidence that it should be turned over. So why, I mean, this was this was like really obvious. They, they, there should be some discretion. Just Aren't like, offsides really obvious? Isn't holding really obvious? Isn't uh, uh, holding, uh, I mean, offsides is. Where do, you, where do you draw the line? If you're going to retroactively review every single possible penalty shouldn't you just review every play after it's over because you'll find penalties for a six hour game go ahead fb well i was just gonna say i mean russ you know more than anybody when there's a law right and you got to look at the written law right and then you look at the rule book and you're reading the rule book it actually specifies with speech right with the written word like what the actual rule is and sometimes it's a lot different than what we think as fans right unless you're like reading the exact code of the rules, which I've talked to an NFL referee before. These guys are like encyclopedias, man. They could just rally it off the top of their head. They are so good. I think they're underpaid, by the way, too, for what they do and all the criticism they get. But, it I mean, that's kind of the law of the land, and you're at the mercy of what is in the rule book, right? So if it's subjective, if it's this or that, it's hard. Like, you're, 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 your hands are tied as a referee, and your hands are tied if you're back, you know, revealing that play. Like back, well, they, back they, and there was another play last night where uh, one eagle accidentally—I think it was—I think it was against the Eagles—where one eagle accidentally 
bumped into past the one yard one yard mark where, where the uh, wide receivers were crossing. Yeah. And so it's like an obstruction type thing. Yeah. That's where yeah. that's oh, pick. Right? Yeah, pick play? You talking about that one? Which one? The pick play. Yeah. Yeah, which is illegal. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And they keep, I mean, they keep changing the rules all the time. Remember Deacon Jones? He's head slap. Yeah, head slapping. <laughs> I'm around yeah, but, but do we want? Do we want to go to the replay booth after every play? After every play, no, because again, you'll have a. You're getting there. Piece. That's yeah. what they're worried about, and it was happening a lot with the pass interference calls. Yeah, especially when they don't decide in like 30 seconds. Yeah. And they don't. They, they don't. Okay, hey guys, we're going to come to our last trivia question here. We're talking football movies. Who starred in the movie All the Right Moves about a high school football player from Ampipe, Pennsylvania, desperate for a scholarship? You guys remember the movie? Yep. It's actually, it's actually right a pretty moves. good movie. Uh, that's our trivia question. Again, who starred in the movie All the Right Moves about a high school football player from Ampipe, which is not a real town, Pennsylvania? I think it's, it's considered like a steel town type of, uh, you know, blue collar. Uh, desperate for a scholarship. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be right back with some closing comments. Hope that's that dial. All right. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? 
Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.B. Santangelo, Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackman. Uh, third trivia question, who starred in the movie All the Right Moves, about a high school football player from Ampipe, Pennsylvania, desperate for a scholarship? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Very oh. good. Yeah. It was in his oh. younger days. That was in the 1980s. Before he was a Scientologist. Before he was, yeah. He was all nice and clean. It's actually a pretty decent movie. Um, yeah, in fact, I remember it was, well, anyway, long story on that. Okay. Uh, any last, uh, thing, comments before we go to our thoughts of the day? I mean, my, thoughts, it, are with, with, my thoughts are present with the people in Virginia. That's all. I agree. I agree. I'm sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, and actually that's, that's, is that the school that you went to, Vern? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Cause I remember that I'm trying to remember one was. Virginia Tech, the other is the University of Virginia. You're the Cavaliers. We're the yeah. Cavaliers. Virginia Tech's the Hokies. Yeah. Yep. Five hours away on the other part of the state. What's a Hokie? Uh, some mountain man, Indian type. Oh, oh is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's our thoughts of the day. Why did the scarecrow decline dessert? He was already, he was already stuffed. stuffed. He was already stuffed. Yeah. He was Russell, already you're a few seconds too late. Okay. <laughs> Very good. All right. Okay. Okay. This one's bad. So, so, so don't yell at me for this one. Okay. Uh, and uh, I saw an ad in Craigslist. Broken puppets for sale. No strings attached. <laughs> I knew it. I, I look that Very one. Good. I could sign simultaneously with you. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Tune in then, audience. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.